Hello there and welcome to the podcast today, Discipline in the Classroom. That's my talk. The state of California entered into a new social experiment, and we're going to pay a high price for it. But we just don't know what the price is and really what it's going to uh, be. Here's the situation that happened in California. Recently, Senate Bill 419 was signed into law by Governor Galvin Newsom. This law now says that in public and charter schools, a teacher cannot suspend a disruptive student from kindergarten through the eighth grade. In other words, a student can act up and be totally out of control and totally disrupt the learning process and totally disrupt the lives of other students. And a teacher cannot put the end point down by saying to a student that he's removed from the classroom until such behavior can be altered and modified and improved. So what we have now is a situation where classrooms are at risk. Teachers are at risk. Students are at risk. The learning process is at risk. The ability to go to school and feel safe and feel comfortable and feel learning to be an enjoyable experience is at risk because we have to allow the student that is the most disruptive student in the classroom to just continue on and not be removed. Can that be suspended from the school? What's the implication? You know, when my wife was graduating from college and entering into her teaching career, that was in the 1960s. The state of California was referred to as the golden state in education. Teachers from all around the country wanted to come to California to teach because it was such a fine educational system. And of all the states, California was at the top or near the top of all schools throughout the country in academic achievement and quality of education. Well, today we are not there. We of the some 50 states now are down near the bottom. We're about the fifth from the bottom of all the other states. So California has now just taken another step towards the bottom because when you have a disruptive student in the classroom, that stops the learning process for the other students. And it makes the teaching experience most unpleasant. So what we're going to find is that students will now leave the public school and do a, some form of homeschooling, computerized schooling of some kind, and not put up with the shenanigans going on in a classroom. We're going to have parents that are just going to be fed up and will just disavow the public school and seek alternative education for their children right from the get-go. You know, we are at risk as a country when we take a position that students cannot be disciplined, that students cannot be uh, given the ultimatum, that there's an end point in the discipline. Sure, a teacher can discipline a kid, and sure, a teacher can discipline a classroom and put on certain restrictions and put on certain uh, requirements for the classroom. Sure, a teacher can do that. But what this law says is that the teacher cannot go to the end point and say that a student that is the most disruptive of all can be expelled. That cannot be the case any longer. So we have to learn how to put up with students of that nature. Now, teachers are not necessarily without discipline strategies. Obviously, some of the best strategies are positive strategies. That is to reward a student for appropriate behavior, reward a student for academic behavior, reward a student for a kind and considerate behavior, respectful behavior. Sure, teachers can do that and parents can do that, but unfortunately, some teachers do not know how to do it and will not do it. Unfortunately, some parents will not do it, do not know how to do that. 
We have kids coming from home that have no discipline. They can do most anything. And then they go to the class in the morning and do the same thing. And when a student is not disciplined in the home, that student is going to have minimal discipline benefit in the classroom throughout the day. So we are in a state of difficulty and real trouble when it comes to the learning process in students in California. Now, if you're not from California, make sure that your state does not pass a rule of this nature. This is stupid. This is idiotic to have no rules, no final uh, point of inappropriate behavior, no opportunity to kind of call the shot at the last minute and say, you're out of here. You cannot conform. You cannot bring your life into a, in conformity with the classroom. You do not have the skills of social adjustment. You do not have the social skills of interpersonal relationships. You do not have the skills of listening. You do not have the skills of following directions. You do not have the skills of interacting with students appropriately with kindness and respect. You don't have the skills of interacting with adults, such as teachers, with respect. But yet, when students are like that, do not have those kind of skills in California, we have to say you can still stay in the classroom and you can still go through your shenanigans and we'll put up with it and we'll let everybody else suffer as a result of that. Now, the message is really for parents. Parents, start looking for alternative education. Parents, look for ways in which you can help your student draw the line and to not be bullied and to not allow bullying to take place because these are the students that bully others. Parents, make sure that you tell your kids what you expect of them. Make sure you follow up. Make sure you monitor. Make sure you're firm. Make sure you reward good behavior on the part of your kid. Make sure you follow up educationally and make sure that assignments are done and done properly and so on. Monitor your kid's school behavior, academic and social. Remind your kid that others may misbehave. Others may act in a uh, derogatory manner towards others, but your child shall not. That is not something that will come from your home by your kids under your parentage. So treat your kids well. Reward them well for good behavior. Draw the line and do not let your kid be the one who disrupts the classroom. Do not let your kid be the one who suffers when other kids disrupt the classroom. You need to follow. You need to understand what's going on in the classroom. You need to monitor it closely and take action. And make sure that you present your argument all the way up the line to the Board of Education if that's necessary. If your kid is in a classroom that is totally out of control, take action. Do something about it. But ultimately, you may have to just remove your kid from the public school and start some form of alternative education. Now, this law applies to charter schools as well. So charter schools do not have the option to um, deny these kids entrance. And they do not have the option of dismissing these kind of kids either. So... We have lost in our classroom the ability to manage social behavior, interpersonal behavior. We've been told by the government that we are to tolerate behavior that is inappropriate, out of line, and certainly unnecessary. We have taken away the spanking option by teachers. Now, that may be good. Who knows? But, you know, that's, that was where it all started. We took the spanking paddle away. We took the Bible away. We took teaching of ethics, the Judeo-Christian ethics, away from the classroom. We've taught just this general behavior of tolerance and putting up with behavior that is inappropriate and undesirable because we are 
in a situation now in the world today to let anyone else have their way and not assert our own way. So we're in a tough spot, and um, that's what's going on in the classroom today. It's a message for parents of California, but it's a message of parents for other states. Don't let your state go down this path. Do something about it. Monitor it closely and stop it. Teachers must have the ultimate option of dismissing a kid from the classroom once and for all or for a period of time or until such behavior modifies. So anyway, nice to have you with me. And uh, let me refer you to my uh, website, www.booksbyhedberg.com. Get a hold of my book, Dr. Teach Me to Parent. There's a good one for you. Maybe teachers need to read it, Dr. Teach Me to Parent. And maybe all parents, grandparents need to read it. It does help you come up with the strategies of helping a child structure their behavior so that it's pro-social, not anti-social, whether it's in the classroom or the community or the home or wherever it is. So as Dr. Teach Me to Parent. Pick it up. It's a good book for you, and uh, I recommend it. Bye for now.